You know, considering how antisocial we are, um, I've been pretty impressed by the last couple of weeks. You've been really out and about. What do you mean by antisocial? Uh, antisocial, you know, that in the old days we used to go to this party, that party, do a bit of PR. Now you you don't schmooze with the people. You don't go, you know, the drop of a hat or the opening of an envelope to a party. It depends on what envelope is being opened because I seriously feel I've got to that stage in my life, in my career, where there are only 24 hours in my day and I need to pick and choose what I need to do in those 24 hours and therefore I need to be at events that mean something to me, that bring me a bit of joy. Oh, come on. I thought everyone has to have a selfie with someone famous. No. even No, I'm, I won't lie. I love selfies with famous people but famous people who I look up to, who I admire and who mean something to me. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And we're everything else in between. And as you can tell, once in a while, we like to set the cat among the pigeons. We like to rattle the cage just a bit. That's because we like to talk about things that not just mean something to us, but how they really are. If there's something that annoys me, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. I may not be able to do so on other platforms, but this is where I really can be me. And who wants to be you? Who wants to be me? Nobody else but me. But I tell you what, there's one show which is coming to London very soon, which I'm mega excited about. Sorry, sorry, you've gone into a story or something? I've gone into a story. So are you talking about us and this show and this podcast? You said there's one show, I thought you're talking about us. I'm talking about something that's coming to London next Jan. It's about picking out uh, Jewel from the 80s, Muzaffar Ali's Umrah Jan, turning it into a musical and then bringing it to the London stage. That's not the only reason I'm excited Did you say Umrah Jan? Umrah Jan? I did. The, oh, I love Umrah Jan. You're talking about, um, I forgot, Farooq Sheikh and um, Rekha. Who else yes, was it? Nasuddin Shah. Nasuddin Shah was in it, of course. Dil cheese kya hai, aap meri jaan dijiye. Bas ek baar mera kaha maan dijiye. Aage kya hata? Uske baan nahi hata. What is the first verse? Is anjuman mein aapko aana hai baar baar, then? Na na na. That one. The reason I'm excited about Umrah Jaan coming to the London stage as a musical is because finally we have talent in Bollywood that's willing to sing, dance, sing live, act and really be the full package that's needed in the West End to really become a success. You mean they're like Hugh Jackman, they can tap dance and act? Yeah, absolutely. They might be better singers than they are actors, they might be better actors than they are dancers, but nonetheless the full package and the man who's you know, infused this musical with some of the original stuff. We've already got Khayyam Sahab's magic going on, but Salim Suleiman. So Salim was in the studio and he was having a chat with me on radio the other day. And he said, it was a very poignant thing he said. He said, he's got a vo- just, I, I, I know I'm, I'm spoiling a train of thought, but what voice he's got. He's got an amazing voice. He's got an amazing voice. And he said that for all the success we've had on the stage in across the world in various, various cities, uh, the one charge that was levelled against us after the London show, you know, they'd done Bollywood I remember, I, I, Merchants I, of yeah, yeah, yeah. or something or the other, right? They'd, they'd done, done quite a few. Musicals. He said the one charge that was levelled against us was that, hey, it's all beautifully done, but there's no live singing. It was all lip singing? It was all lip singing. So, uh, he said, maza hi maza, so he said, proper theatre musical lovers, to them that's a bit of a con, right? Yeah. So he said, we took it on board, we went back and he said, Shabnam, I kid you not, we've been working on this for seven months and it's been so hard finding people who look the part, who can sing, who are not phased by hitting those high But I wonder why, because if you go to the theatre in this country, everyone uh, sings and dances. 
It's yeah, part and parcel. That's true. Uh, so go and see because, any musical here. Th- no, that's because playback singing is so much a part and parcel of Bollywood. As long as you look the part, nobody really cares in Bollywood about whether you can deliver a di- dialogue. Katrina Kaif, for the for the longest time, she used to have her dialogues dubbed. Forget she about lip syncing yeah, to songs, yeah. right? Now she's got the confidence and she's got the she's coming to her own and she's saying that uh, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to project myself. So playback singing is inextricable from Bollywood, and th- therefore we've never encouraged the people. We've, we've encouraged them to be either singers or dancers or actors. Hugely excited about this girl, Pratibha Singh Baghel. Beautiful girl, fantastic singer. She hits those high notes in Dil Cheez Kya Hai and In Aakhon Ki Masti Mein with so much confidence. And uh, she's good at Kathak as well, clearly, because that's what forms the basis Achy. of all the dance. You're talking about Humrah Jan, there were two Humrah Jans. There's the, the one I'm thinking about, the Let's Musafar Ali one. Let's not even talk about the second one. Uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was about to mention, was it Ash and uh, Abhishek? Ash and Abhishek, J.P. Datta. J.P. Datta, yeah. And see, that again brings home the point that Ash, you can't possibly find anyone as more beautiful than Ashwarya, right, to play this beautiful, heartbroken courtesan. And despite all the beauty, all the glamour, all the designer clothes and J.P. Datta's magic wand, it failed miserably at the box office. Maybe because, because she, maybe because she, she was there working was with a, a soul missing. I comic. think because she was working with her husband, and you know what it's like when a married couple tries to work together. Ah, doesn't, doesn't see, quite that's work. That's why you don't know your Bollywood. Apparently, they, he was wooing her at that point. They weren't married yet. They weren't husband and wife yet, but they were a couple. I'm not talking about Amrao Jan. I'm talking about the actual couple. I'm talking about uh, Abhishek oh. and Ashwarya as well. Oh, I take it back. Who's Achha, talking Achha. about Amrao Jan? Amrao Jan never married <laughs> the thought, man who was. I thought Amrao Jan is Kahani Sunari. Of course not. Abhishek and Ash. Apparently, Abhishek and Ash. He fell in love with Ash when they did Guru, and he was in full-on "I have to marry this girl" mode when they did Amrao Jan. You know, you're talking about the full package. I may think of these sort of things. You think of um, something that uh, Shah Rukh Khan did. You see the David Letterman thing with Shah Rukh Khan. Yes. And he mentioned John Travolta, huh. who you remember huh. was singing and dancing in Greece. He was he was the full package then. Yeah. And I think Shah Rukh Khan said he's one of his heroes. Him and Michael J. Fox. Yes, he did. In case you're wondering, guys, we saw this Netflix thing with David Letterman. Yeah. Which everybody was talking about Shah Rukh Khan on David Letterman. What did you think of it? What did you make of it? It's always nice to go behind the scenes and see what people are like. So it's interesting. Shah Rukh is Shah Rukh, right? For those of us who've seen the whole journey any Bollywood fan who's seen the whole journey especially people like us from Delhi we know the backstory we have cousins <laughs> who went to school with him I do we I went to a party once in uh, Gori Khan's house so those of us who really know the backstory you can tell that he he, as he was saying he's employed by this myth of Shah Rukh Khan he plays that card very well and I loved the fact that he he was honest to David Letterman about the fact that see Somewhere down the line, I realized that in terms of talent and finesse or whatever, talent and what did he say? Uh, expertise. I'm not going to make skill. it on that. Skill. skill. I'm not going to yeah. make it on that alone. So I may as well play this fame card and get into people's hearts and all of that. Now, we have a lot of friends. I know he's a couple of years older than you yeah. and me, actually. But a couple of years older than me. He's many years older than me. But only a couple of years older. But than we me. have many friends in common and relatives yours that yeah. who studied with him, went yeah. to school, went to school with, him, with him, went to college. Went to school. Then he went to Hansraj College. He, he went, went to Jamia Melia Islamia. So, you know, and then Barry John. Being a Delhi person, obviously, we know we're all these of him. And I think um, one or two of our friends were, were in the same class as him. Yeah. And they say, Mm. that he was brilliant at all things. He was good at studies, yeah. he was good at sports. Yeah. You know, away from David Letterman, there's a Shah Rukh Khan story that I heard right after Reis came out. There are a lot of B and C, I won't say great, but lesser known actors than Shah Rukh, those who play character roles. They say that he's a tremendously 
loyal friend so when it comes to these parts where somebody has to play his sister or his younger brother or his mama ji or not a central character in the story nonetheless important for a few scenes if there's ever a chance for him to pick out his mates from film school or pick out his friends who helped him in his journey he always does so he'll make that personal phone call and he'll say that i want you to come and play my younger sister only two days work five minutes on screen but i want you there talking about film school my brother in law yes. went to film school with him was a year older than him and shahrukh khan was in my brother in law's student film he was yeah. and another thing vishal dadlani wrote something fantastic vishal dadlani said shahrukh you may not remember this but this is something i've never been able to forget once when we worked on a song together a few years ago there were a few new musicians and writers who had put that song together which you absolutely loved when you when the time came for you to plug the song ahead of the release and when you wanted to write write an official tweet letting the world know of the song you called me up in the middle of the night and you double checked all their names and spellings and hashtags and everything saying that vishal if i misspell your name or mine it's not going to make a difference but to these newcomers it will make all the difference to them if they get the recognition that they deserve because they put this wonderful song together so i think it's these human interest stories which have nothing to do with his career everything to do with who he is as a person and we know that he goes to sleep at 5 a.m. yeah as he said and what is the extension number on his phone of his kitchen nine so speaking of friends in high places and people who know this person that person you yourself this week have been um, going through the corridors of power i believe Palaces of Westminster is that what you're hinting at? That's what I'm hinting at. And uh, I was fortunate enough to interview the Home Secretary Priti Patel, right honorable Priti Patel. Uh, this was uh, because my station Sunrise is celebrating an iconic a landmark birthday this year, 30 years. So impressed with the way the House of Commons is laid out. A lot of the area surrounding Big Ben and the House of Commons is accessible to the public, but when you actually have to go to the yes, Home Secretary's I, office, yeah, come on, I've seen Danger Mouse. I know it's full of history. It's not not just full of history, but it's miles and miles of corridors, and there's so much pomp and ceremony, and everything is just so grand, and it's. fascinating and you know is it all wooden my, wooden oak panels wooden oak panels stone and suddenly you're up into an open courtyard and, and then you could go up green leather green leather green carpets as well green carpets you are yeah. thinking about a green chesterfield sofa right yeah i am i don't i'm know basing it purely on yes minister and yes prime minister but it is exactly I'm like i'm basing that. it on this pub i know which looks a lot like a house of commons yeah there are so many flights of stairs get to the main point are there like secret corridors there must be of course there must be and all i kept thinking when i was going through these was how difficult it must have been for guy folks to actually hatch a plan how ambitious he must have been back then with just a map a sketchy map of parliament i have new found respect for him not because of what he was planning but because of the size and scale of his ambition the palaces of westminster you mean his sheer goal well it's a truly spectacular piece of architecture that bit of london and historic to say the least crazy thing was that the day you were in parliament mm. it was all over the news because i think that's the very same day the elections had been announced that's and right. it was the last day of parliament yeah. and the camera crews do you see all the camera crews on all that side all the camera crews and all the people from robert preston to everybody who appears on television as the political correspondent and we were there during the afternoon these people don't appear on television until late at night right the news the late news but they, now i could really understand 
what they mean when they say earlier on I was having a chat with so and so because you can see you can appreciate the hard work. I it is hard work, hard isn't work. it? I wanted to say when you when I was rudely interrupted by you that this is our second season. We've spoken about lots of things, different things from music to food to yeah, culture. We seem to be going very to... topical. You know, I'm not topical, but you know, what what's happened to us in the last week, month? Soon you'll be doing what everyone else does, you know. You'll be getting a guest on, you'll be talking about some crime, true crime broadcast. It has to do with what we've done in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I like generic this. things, you know. Generic things, but a bit of both. So, if you want to go into the Shamin Man podcast uh, Pandora's box and check out all the episodes that have well, we've done for the last two years now. How long have you been podcasting? About one and a half years. One and a half, two years. Please do so. You know where to find us. Yes, <laughs> you know where to find us. Are you looking at me? Yes. You find us on all your favorite platforms. Which are? Which are um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spotify Stitcher, Podbean. Podbean, and it goes on and on. You just go to your uh, favorite app and yeah. type in Shabby in Mind Podcast and you'll find us. 